Hi guys, welcome back to the Balanced and Empowered Fitness Podcast. Hannah Polly here. Hope you guys are all having an awesome week. Super pumped to dive into this topic, a topic that is very important to my heart and something that I feel like is not talked about enough, especially in the diet culture that we live in. So today I want to cover what an unhealthy relationship with food looks like, right? What that means, what it looks like, how it can start, how it can be potentially dangerous, you know, tips on how to repair it. This is something that needs to be talked about more often. And I feel like a lot of times too, you know, some people have a really unhealthy relationship with food, may have had unhealthy relationship with food for years and they don't, they might not even realize it. Or vice versa, you know, if you see these things being talked about, you know, what does an unhealthy relationship with food mean? What does that look like? So we are going to dive in and go over all of this today, which I'm super pumped. So just to start, again, an unhealthy relationship with food, what that could look like is, and like I said, I'm going to go over like what can cause it and how this this vicious cycle typically starts. So typically unhealthy relationship with food, typically it starts from restrictive dieting. So let's just start there. There's other things that can kind of kickstart this type of vicious cycle. But essentially, if you tell yourself, you know, if you're trying to lose weight, you tell yourself, I can't have X, I can't have, you know, XYZ, I can't have pizza, I can't have sugar, I can't have carbs, I can't have cookies anymore. You know, so telling yourself you can't have certain foods ever again to lose weight, which if you listen to this podcast, you know, how much I preach about that is not the right way to do things, everything within moderation. We need balance in our lives to make it sustainable. So restrictive dieting and fad dieting can definitely kickstart an unhealthy relationship with food. So what it starts to look like when you start to really begin to have an unhealthy relationship with food is if you catch yourself binge eating frequently. So, you know, because again, you're trying really hard to restrict yourself of, you know, your favorite foods. Typically for most people, when they try to do that, it might work for a little bit, but then eventually you're most likely going to end up binging on the things, even telling yourself you can't have, which is just detrimental, not only detrimental to our goals, but psychologically and like, you know, speaking on the behavioral side of things, binge eating is a very vicious cycle. And that's definitely a very huge component of what an unhealthy relationship with food can look like. If you catch yourself constantly binge eating on things that you're trying to restrict yourself of. Another thing is if you catch yourself thinking about food a lot and, you know, we all love food. Like it's not like you don't have an unhealthy relationship with food. If you just kind of think, oh, this sounds good. or That sounds good. I'm talking about if you are thinking about it most of the time of the day, because again, it all comes back to the restrictive dieting. You're trying to tell yourself you can't have certain things because you think that's what you need to do to lose weight. Right. So I can't have carbs. I can't have chocolate. And you catch yourself thinking about it often, more often than you probably should. Trust me, I have been there. I used to do this. I would just, I remember just daydreaming about food all the time. You know, this is before I even knew what un- an unhealthy relationship with food meant or looked like. I just thought that's what it was supposed to be like to reach my goals, right? Um, another one, which I was really guilty of this as well, is like, like hiding food. And what I mean by that is like hiding things that you're eating because you feel guilty for eating them, right? So catch yourself like, oh, I'm going to like eat some of these cookies, but like you feel embarrassed, you feel shameful to do it in front of other people. So it's like, it's like you do it in secrecy. And that these are three main things 
that definitely lead to an unhealthy relationship with food. Not saying that you have to experience all three of these, but even just one of these, again, when it stems from like, just like that restrictive dieting from you telling yourself you can't have something because you think that's what you need to do to lose weight. That's kind of what an unhealthy relationship with food could look like. And it's going to be a little different for each person. And, you know, like I said, this typically starts from when people try to, you know, people gain weight and they try to just like restrict themselves of certain things. Again, we live in, we live in a diet culture. And what I mean by that is like, there's, you're going to hear all different things, do this to lose weight, cut out carbs, lose weight, you know, eat only this, this, and this. And I'm sorry, but any type of diet plan or program that you do that says like, you should never do this, or you should always do this is in terms of like eating and food you should and shouldn't eat. Like, stay away from it because that's not what a healthy lifestyle should look like. It doesn't need to be so extreme. doesn't need to be so restrictive. Yes. It's important to learn to eat healthy and fill your body with nutrient dense foods, but it's also important to have balance and learn how to fit, you know, these fun foods within moderation and just learn how to enjoy all the meals that you're eating so that you don't go down this vicious path of binge eating or thinking about food or, you know, having to sneak hiding food from others. Like it's, it's a really scary place to be in. And not only is it detrimental to your physique goals, cause you're going to catch yourself spinning your wheels, but also it takes a toll on your body image. It takes a toll on just how you feel each day. You know, it's, it's a really dark place to be in this makes me, this like breaks my heart. It makes me want to cry every time I even talk about this, but I've had women come to me who felt guilty for eating a plate of food, like just felt guilty in general because they see food as the enemy. And that breaks my heart because food is fuel. And you know, when you have an unhealthy relationship with food that it's like, that's how it feels. It feels like food is the enemy. You're in a constant battle with it. Right. But it's like, in reality, you know, food is fuel. It's what we need to survive. And it's about nourishing our body, not restricting it. So it's, it's like I said, it can be a really, really dark place to be in. And it breaks my heart when women get in this place, but I'm also very blessed that I get to help women, you know, through this. And when they decide that they need help and that they, you know, they come forward, whether it's to me or like someone else who can help them, you know, I'm really happy when women realize, because sometimes, sometimes women don't realize it, right. Or just anyone, like they think that this is what, this is just what it looks like to lose weight. You have to feel this way. You have to be this way. I was the same way when I was younger and first got started into this. I did a bodybuilding competition right out of high school. So I was young. I didn't know a whole lot about nutrition. So I went on this, I went from eating whatever I wanted, you know, just a young kid to all of a sudden this really strict meal plan for 12 weeks. And that's what you have to do. And when you do bodybuilding, like it has to be restricted, but it's only short term. Right. And typically bodybuilders go into this knowing that, but obviously I was just like a young kid. Right. And that restrictive eating for that long, it really gave me a horrible relationship with food. I was binge eating once I finished my show and I was able to eat my other foods. I just went nuts. I ate any and everything. And I caught myself in a really unhealthy relationship with food. Like I kept, like I would try to restrict myself so much during the week. Like, oh, I can only eat broccoli and vegetables and, and rice and chicken. And, um, and then by the weekend, I'd be so sick of eating what I was eating because I tried to and I of telling myself oh you can't have this you can't have that I would just go nuts and binge eat on the weekend so that's kind of what an unhealthy relationship can look like and feel like and it's a really really common thing so you know it typically starts like I said most of the time from restrictive dieting whether you try to do fad diets any type of diet that like restricts certain foods now I will say this is a little different if like you have like a food allergy or like you can't have certain foods because of like an illness or anything like that that's completely different 
I'm talking about when like you're telling yourself you can't have certain things because you think that's what you need to do for weight loss. Um, another common issue that typically onsets this in women are like an unhealthy upbringing, like in diet culture. So sometimes if if women grow up with moms who have that, you know, restrictive eating mindset, sometimes this mindset is instilled in women at a very, very young age. So they grow up, you know, thinking that's what they need to do, right? They grow up thinking, oh, I can't have this. I should not be eating this. Like, And feeling guilty for putting food in their mouth, you know? And that just breaks my heart too, because you don't know what you don't know. And if you have that type of upbringing, how else would you know any differently? So that's, that's a, actually, I've actually worked with um, a few women who have had that experience in the upbringing. And, you know, the thing is, is that it can take time. Like it takes time to break down our old way of thinking, right? And, you know, to break through those limiting beliefs. And so, like I said, those are typically the most common ways that an unhealthy relationship with food can start. Now, it's, it's detrimental because like I said before, it's detrimental on your progress. You are never going to get anywhere if you catch yourself binge eating all the time or sneaking and hiding food, you know, overeating or, you know, trying to starve yourself all day and then overeating at night. Like you're going to like, you're just going to be turning your wheels. And that breaks my heart because like I said, women do this for years sometimes, you know, because they don't know any different. They think this is what they're supposed to do. And not only is it detrimental for that, but it can also lead to more serious conditions. Like I said earlier, with an unhealthy relationship with food, it takes a, such a toll on you mentally, more than I can even explain and put it into words. If you are listening to this and you've experienced this, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It freaking sucks. Um, you know, it's like you're just never satisfied. You're never happy. Every single day is a battle with it, you know, because obviously you have to eat to survive. So it's like every day that you're eating and battling with this, it's it's constantly. And when you see food in this journey, in this light, that's all that reflects how you see yourself. You know, if you just feel so guilty for what you're eating all day and telling yourself you can't have this, you're going to find yourself unhappy, potentially depressed, you know, giving you unneeded anxiety outside of anxiety, other anxiety you may be facing from just like everyday stressors. But also it can lead to really dangerous eating disorders. You know, typically eating disorders in in adults typically start from an unhealthy relationship with food, right? And, you know, obviously I'm not like a, I'm not like a specialist in this aspect, but just from like the research I've done and experience I've had with women who have went through eating disorders is it, it typically starts from this type of thing, right? From this, this battle with food and telling themselves they can't have this, they can't have that. You know, they're not good enough. They're not good enough, no matter how much weight they lose. And it's a really scary, dark path to go down. Um. So, and obviously eating disorders can lead to, you know, I mean, in extreme cases, they can they can be fatal. And that's, that's really, really scary. So this, it's important. This is really, really important because not only for your overall health to fuel your body properly, but for your quality of life, right. And to ensure that like, not only you're getting your body healthy, but keeping your mind healthy as well. So I hope that kind of makes sense on what an unhealthy relationship with food can look like. Um, you know, it's, it's not going to be black and white. It's going to be a little different for each person, you know, again, it like, a common thing I see is women binge eat and that is an unhealthy relationship with food, you know, and 
typically because people are binge eating <clears throat> because they're either trying to eat like a bird all day because like they feel like that's what they need to do to lose weight and then by the time night comes they're starving and they just eat any and everything that's in their cabinet right because they're starving and it's just like a behavioral thing as well or on the other side of things sometimes people just like don't eat all day because you know they're busy and foods on their mind then when they get home they're like wow I've eaten all day I'm starving so it doesn't necessarily always mean that it's an unhealthy relationship with food but I would say 80% of the time it, it is it's stemmed from that type of behavior like the intention behind it so you know how in, in terms of how to repair it this can be really hard to do on your own I'm not gonna lie because it's hard if, if you catch yourself in an unhealthy relationship with food it's really really hard to like break through those limiting beliefs, right? If you've been told your whole life, you know, if you grew up in a really toxic diet culture, you know, type of relationship or household, it's hard to like break that, right? It's like, okay, wait, this is what I've always been told to do to lose weight or to stay thin or whatever it may be. And having guidance can help you so much with this. So the first thing with how to repair it is stop restricting yourself. I'm not saying you should eat cookies and eat whatever you want all day, every day. I'm not saying that whatsoever. What I'm saying is take some time to find foods that you like, right? Look on Pinterest. If you're not, if you can't work with a coach right now, my first thought is always work with a coach, someone that can help you and teach you how to eat properly and help you like find that balance it's a game changer. Um, but again, this is for those of you who, you know, can't work with a coach or if it's just not possible right now, use always to help find, it's going to take some time too, you know, and that's okay. Cause it's worth it. Find foods and like healthy recipes online. You know, um, I'm, you can always message me. I'm always happy to share some recipes with you. Things that you like and that taste good. The thing is, it's like when you're enjoying your food, you're enjoying your meals, you're not going to feel like you're dieting ever. It's not going to feel like a constant battle. That's not what weight loss, that's not what living a healthier lifestyle should look like. Yes, it's going to be challenging sometimes. Yes, you do have to make sacrifices sometimes. But at the end, and you have to have discipline, you know, like I said, there has to be some type of middle ground where it's like you allow yourself these things, but within moderation, right? So finding healthy recipes that you like, finding healthy foods that you enjoy, and that can take some time. It takes some experimenting. It takes a little bit of time. But honestly, these days, the things out there and the recipes out there, it's so easy to eat healthy. If you just take the time to look and research and try new things, I swear, it's it's so easy. And again, that's why hiring a coach can help because a coach can do all put all these things together for you and save you so much time and so much energy and so much headache. <laughs> um but so stop cutting, stop completely cutting out your favorite food. Stop telling yourself you can't have pizza ever again. You can't have sugar. You can't have carbohydrates. You need, you can have these things within moderation, right? Balance. Having one piece of pizza is better than binge eating a whole pizza over the weekend, right? Allow yourself those one or two pieces here and there. Allow yourself, you know, a few cookies here and there. I promise you, if you do that within moderation and you're just, avoid overeating you're going to get to where you need to be and again there's different routes you can take with like calorie tracking things like that but this is just like in general like allowing yourself those things and allowing like doing it consistently and make yourself feel okay with it like I said I'm not saying go eat pizza every day or eat ice cream and cookies every day but within moderation and it's going to help you it's going to help so much with your mindset it might sound silly listening to this but 
it's something that when you experience it, it makes such a difference. So like when I, I'll give you an example. When I was had a really unhealthy relationship with food, mine lasted for a really long time. You know, again, I tried to be really restrictive with my eating, you know, telling myself I can only have healthy foods, right? I can only have chicken and rice and vegetables and fruits. Actually, there was even a time period where I wasn't letting myself have fruit because of the sugar, but fruits are fine. They're all natural sugars. Fruits from sugar or sugar from fruit was completely different than like sugar from candy. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's how bad mine was. And when I realized that it was a problem, I knew it was a problem. And that's when I got into, I started researching and learning about flexible dieting and tracking macros, which is what I do, which is what I have my clients practice because I'm like, wow, okay, so I can really have whatever I want as long as I stay within this calorie limit, as long as I hit this protein intake. And it changed my life. It changed my life completely. And that's why I love to practice out with my clients because, you know, like I set these goals for them. I give them grocery lists, meal ideas, all types of resources where they're able to pick and choose foods they like. That's my main thing for my clients. My main thing for you guys listening is you have to eat foods you like every day. If you're eating things you dislike, just remember, like, that's not going to be sustainable. That is not going to be something you can do forever. I mean, I would say that's like 1%. There might be like a few people in the whole world that are like, I'm totally okay with eating foods I don't like every single day for the rest of my life and actually do it. Like, it's a very rare thing. No one needs to do that. There's so many different foods out there and like, there's so many ways to make them taste good and something you enjoy. When you enjoy it, it's going to stick. You just have to remember that. So try to avoid going on any type of fad diet. Again, avoiding any type of nutrition plan or program that says you can't have this or you can't do like you know what I mean you can't eat this you always have to do this like there needs to be a little bit of balance because any type of nutrition program in terms of living a healthier lifestyle should be something that teaches you how to do it forever so if you're miserable that's that's not gonna be something you can do forever so I hope that that makes sense so like I said stop cutting out your favorite foods when you're trying to lose weight, think portion control portions, right? Instead of a whole, you know, pack of the cookies, I'm going to set aside three that I'm going to enjoy later when I watch TV with my significant other, you know, and doing that is going to help so, so much. Yes, it does take a little bit of discipline and self-control to, you know, not be like, all right, well, I'm just going to eat the whole bag, right? You have to like have that discipline. That's where I was talking about earlier, that middle ground where you're like, all right, I'm allowed, I'm letting myself have these. It's okay to have these. I'm just going to do like two or three. My suggestion for this type of thing too, if you have trouble with portion control, I was actually explaining this to a client the other day, is instead of eating snacks out of the bag or the box, put it on a separate plate or bowl. So for example, if you're like, okay, I'm going to allow myself three cookies tonight. Perfect. Instead of eating the three cookies out of the pack, take the pack, get a little bowl or a side dish, put the three cookies on it, put the pack away, go sit down, romanticize it right watch tv eat your food or just like sit there and eat the cookies and enjoy it and that can help a lot avoiding with like avoid mindless eating which is just like eating without really like thinking about it or really like enjoying it I don't think you guys ever done that where if like you've eaten like I know I've done that so many times back in the day it's like I'm just eating these chips I'm like why am I eating these chips? How many have I even eaten? And like I'm not even hungry. Why am I eating this? Like called mindless eating. So when you can like practice portion control and just have that practice that self-discipline to just give yourself a few here and there within moderation. I swear it'll change your life. It, it's not going to happen overnight, 
But, you know, if you're trying to do things on your own, practicing that can help so, so much. And just trying to avoid that mindset of like all or nothing or telling yourself, I can't have this. Of course, unless again, you have like a food allergy or something that's going to like harm you, then yes, you should not have that. (laughs) But again, I'm talking about just like the behavioral side of things and trying to tell yourself that you can't have certain foods um, for no other reason other than like you think it's bad. So I hope that makes sense. Again, like I said before, having guidance with this is a game changer. It's going to save you so much time and headache. If you're doing things on your own, look up those healthy recipes. High, like if, Just look up high protein, healthy recipes, and you'll find so many online. Um, and just like really start to practice and like look at foods that and try foods that you like and see what like what works best and what works best for your schedule and what you enjoy because something that's realistic and convenient and is healthy and tastes good that's something that can stick because it's something that you're you're enjoying doing so another way to repair your relationship with food this one is so much easier said than done which I'm totally which I totally understand is stop letting other people's opinions get to you or change how you're doing things. I, oh man, I could just go on a whole entire rant about people giving people who are trying to lose weight this wrong, horrible advice when these people have know nothing about nutrition. So for example, I've had it happen over the years so many times with clients where their friends or their family members or their coworkers are saying things about what they're eating, right? Oh, you're eating too much protein. Oh, you shouldn't eat carbs if you're trying to lose weight. Why are you eating so many carbs? Or, um, you know, you're just eating too much. And it's like, you know, it it's really rough to the wrong way people do that because then it makes the person, you know, question what they're doing, right? And not, I'm not saying these people have like, they, it's not coming from like a malicious place who are trying to give you that unsolicited advice, but most people don't really understand proper nutrition, especially in this diet culture that we live in. You know, if someone is a nutritionist or someone helps other people with nutrition and gets successful, sustainable results, or they've had their own transformation and they understand the basics of nutrition. Yeah, sure. But when there's like what people who don't understand one thing about nutrition are giving, trying to give other people advice or say they're doing things wrong. It just, it is so upsetting. Um, Something I always like to say is like, <laughs> I told my clients this before, because like my clients, again, like I said, I like to practice flexible dieting. This is how you keep a healthy relationship with food. This is how you have balance. So flexible dieting, all of my clients are eating carbs, right? There's not one client that's like doing keto or not eating carbs. Yeah. They're they're not overdoing it on the carbohydrates. They're eating mostly healthy nutrient dense carbs that they love, but they're still eating carbs. And whenever someone says something to them, what I always say is like, you know, when someone tells you that you shouldn't eat carbs, lose weight, ask them why. Because I promise you that anyone that knows anything about nutrition or losing weight is not going to say that to you. And wait, you're going to hear crickets. (laughs) Because people will say these things about dieting, right? Oh, you're eating too much protein. Well, why do you think this is too much protein? What what made you think that? Or you can't have carbs. Why You shouldn't eat carbs to be losing weight. Okay, why shouldn't I have carbs to lose weight? Why why are carbs bad? And most (laughs) you're going to get crickets because they don't know. They're just saying what they've heard or what their neighbor told them or what they read on on Instagram, you know? So it can, I know this is easier said than done, but just don't let, try your best not to let people's opinions affect you. It's always great to take advice from people who know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? Like I said, don't take advice from anyone 
who has never helped other people with lose weight or haven't helped or haven't even helped themselves lose weight. Even then, even some of the time, someone who's helped them like lost weight on their own, they might not know anything about nutrition. They might've just ate less. So like, I'm not taking that from them. I'm just saying it can be really hard with hearing different comments and opinions from people, you know, people that you're close to, right? Your friends, your family, your coworkers. And I know it can be really, really frustrating and it can really harm your relationship with food. If like, you know, if, they're constantly saying like, oh, we shouldn't eat carbs. You shouldn't have pizza. How can you have a piece of pizza if you're trying to lose weight? You know, and it makes me so mad because again, it's just a diet culture that we live in and that's what I blame it on. But people just for some, for whatever reason, there's some type of stigma out there where people feel like it's okay to like, almost like shame people for what they're eating when they know that they're dieting. <laughs> it's it's such a crazy thing. And I'm like, how is this a thing? Because my clients and I talk about this all the time. It's kind of a side tangent, but we always talk about how, you know, someone can walk in a break room with a burger and fries, no one bats an eye. But as soon, as soon as someone walks in with chicken and rice and vegetables, they're like, why are you eating that? What are you doing? And they'll tend to like hyper-focus on that person that's eating healthier, right? So if that person that's eating healthier one day has a cookie in the break room, they're like, oh my gosh, why are you eating a cookie? Can you eat that? how are you allowed to eat that? And for most that's fine, but for some that can actually like really cause unhealthy relationship with food. If they feel like they're constantly being criticized for eating things outside of what they normally do. Right. Or eating outside of what they consider quote unquote healthy. And if like, you know, they're, they know they're on like a weight loss journey. So that's like a whole other side tangent, but I hope that that makes sense. I know it's easier said than done. It's hard when you hear those things constantly, but just remember unless the people like don't take advice from anyone, unless they are a licensed dietitian or, you know, someone like a coach that you know of or that has helped other people get sustainable, healthy results. And there's just so many scams out there. I could go on and on about that. That could be a whole other podcast, but just really, really try to focus on, you know, your own journey. You know, if you're, if you can't work with a coach, like I said, do your own research with, you know, healthy recipes and just allowing yourself those things within moderation. Think balance, right? We, we're not going to be able to stay on that route of restricting ourselves and, you know, only eating X, Y, and Z. That's not going to be something you can do forever, you know, and you have to remind yourself of that. If you can eat healthy and eat a balanced diet, 80 to 90% of the time, you're going to, you're, it's totally fine that other, you know, 10 to 20% to allow yourself those things within moderation, you know, and, and, and you get to a place whenever you have a healthy relationship with food or like your relationship with food heals, it's, it's an incredible place to be in. And like, I just want to let you know what that feels like. So, you know, if you have an unhealthy relationship with food, let's say, you go to a party and there's of course in any type of social gathering there's typically always food there if you have an unhealthy relationship with food again you're gonna if you're trying to restrict yourself typically any type of place where there's like just unlimited food you're typically gonna go nuts right you're gonna binge eat because you're that you don't normally allow yourself those things um I used to do that I used to go to Golden Crow with my family and I remember being like that like I tried to restrict myself like oh I'm going to Golden Crow I'm gonna go ham I'm gonna eat everything which not saying that that is an unhealthy relationship with food always but for me it was that was a very unhealthy thing because I was trying to restrict myself so much of those foods 24 7 so I'd use those events like that to just go overboard and eat past feeling full and then I'd feel horrible and then I'd want to restrict myself again the next day and it was like such a vicious cycle so what it looks like going to a party with an unhealthy relationship with food, what it's going to look like is, you know, again, you're trying to restrict yourself so much. You see the cupcakes, you're like, oh my gosh, 
I'm going to eat like five of those. (laughs) Or, you know, you just kind of just eat yourself sick and eat yourself full on foods that you typically aren't allowing yourself. That's what an unhealthy relationship with food look like at a party. Now, someone with a, a healthy relationship with food at a party, you know, someone with a healthy relationship with food, they don't see food that way. You know, they see it as, oh, I can have this if I want it. But a lot of times, just with human nature in general, when it comes to food, if you tell yourself you can't have something food-wise, it's going to make you want it more. But if you allow yourself it within moderation and whenever you want, just, you know, within portions and making sure that like it's, you know, in moderation, you're typically not going to want it as much. It's it's amazing how that works. So typically someone with a healthy relationship with food when they go to a party, yeah, they're going to enjoy some things. They're probably going to stick to one plate, try to prioritize the protein source try a few things here and there, and they're just going to eat until they feel full and then they're good and they're satisfied. And that's what it should feel like. You shouldn't have to feel like you need to go nuts anytime you go out to dinner or it's the weekend, right? Or it's at night and there's a bunch of like candy and food in your cabinet. Like those are warning signs. Either you're not eating enough throughout the day or you have an unhealthy relationship with food. And it's a really good place to be in when, you know, you get to a place where you're like, I can have that if I want it. I can have pizza if I want it. I can have cookies. But like, I'm so, I love my meals so much. And like, I feel so good. Like, I don't even crave those things that much. Like, that is such a beautiful place to be in. And I promise you that every person is possible. It, it, it just takes time to get there and practice. And, you know, and there's nothing wrong with having cravings. But I'm not saying that. that's very normal. But I will say it's crazy over the years. I've been doing this for a decade now. And it's like, yeah, I still eat pizza here and there. I'll have wings here and there. But it's like, I hardly ever crave it because like, I know I can have those things if I want them. But I'm so in love with like my meals and the way that I eat and the way it makes me feel. And just like, I look forward to my meals every day. So it's like, I don't feel the need to eat those things all the time. Like I don't really have the craving for it anymore. I hardly had the craving for sugar like ever. (laughs) And I used to love sweets. So it's just a lot of it is the mindset. Again, if I was telling myself I couldn't have sugar or I couldn't have pizza, I would think about it all the time. And I'd want it just that much more because I'm telling myself I can't have it. It's it's crazy how that works. So I, I just hope that that kind of breaks it down for you, what that looks like. You know, another last example I want to share. This is when I... I didn't realize at the time, but this was definitely a really big um, wake up call for me was I never, ever, ever craved donuts. So when I, like I said earlier in this episode, when I did a bodybuilding show, that's when my unhealthy relationship with food began. I wanted a donut so bad just because I knew I couldn't have it like I thought about it every single day there was even a time where I was like I lived like by UDF and I drive past every day at a time like you know what F it I'm about to go in there and just eat half of it it's not gonna make a difference whatever but then I'm like no I can't do that you know I'm, I'm in a competition I, I committed to this yada yada I mean it was an everyday battle I was obsessing so much over that donut and then once I was like able to eat whatever I wanted once the show was over I never thought about that donut ever again. <laughs> it was one of those things that, because again, in my mind, I, was, I knew I couldn't have it and it just made me want it. And I don't understand the science behind that. I know it's just some type of biological thing with humans, but um, but yeah, so I hope this makes sense. I hope this kind of gives some insight. I could go on and on about this topic because it's something I feel so passionate about and something I help women with on the daily. And When a woman gets to a place where they have a healthy relationship with food, they have that food freedom, they don't feel the need to binge eat, they don't, you know, they don't experience these things we talked about. It is a beautiful place 
to be in. I cannot, there's not even words to explain it. It is so nice to be able to not be in a battle with food every single day. So if this, you know, if you're listening to this and and this resonated with you, please shoot me a message. You know, I'm always happy to help. I'm always happy to give advice, um, you know, share some recipes because no person should have to deal with this. And it's, it's honestly so common um, just because again the diet culture that we live in so hope this explains you know everything what this means you know ways to help repair your relationship with food um you know how dangerous it can be like this is a very serious thing so if you catch yourself doing these things or you know this resonated with you it, it's it's definitely time to make a change like this is your sign <laughs> um like I said, shoot me a message. If you have any questions on this, let me know what you guys thought of this episode. If you loved this episode, please give me a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Music. Um, always love to hear feedback and every review makes such a difference. So thank you guys so much. Again, we'll see you next episode. I hope you guys all have or are having a great week.